And welcome. <laughs> and welcome. I thought you froze, but it looked like you were just focusing on hitting the record button. I was so focused. Because I haven't <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. It's been I live in the mountains now, I guess. <laughs> it really it's been more than half of a year at this point since we last recorded well yeah man i i truly have been living in the mountains so like i actually don't know what's going on in wrestling <laughs> oh wait at all mr the greatest part i've ever known specifically the void yeah like i haven't like like did we release that just incredible thing <laughs> no that's next week's episode <laughs> 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 That's so, like, so long ago too. Like I, but, like, I was about to say, I said this, we haven't recorded since July, which actually isn't technically true. We did record an interview with Justin Credible back in October that will be released uh, next week. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, hey, it'll be released next week. From whatever this is released. That's true. If this, <laughs> imagine if this also isn't released for like six months. Well, I think this will be released because I'm in a podcasting kick now. So I'm like editing regularly again. So you know what? This will be in the groove of things now again. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so last time I checked, yeah. CM Punk was injured, but world champion. Yeah. WWE sucks. Ha 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 ha. Um Dude, Jay White still in New Japan. That's that's fun. Like he's like the he like he like recently became the champion too back like like a month beforehand. He did. Um I'm guessing he's not anymore by that laugh. So everything's all the same actually. Nothing has changed in the past. <laughs> Oh, that's it's good. To, so, been seven months. So Roman's been so Roman's still champion then. Oh yeah, absolutely. Roman is still champion. Okay. Roman's still oh. champion. Gunter is still champion. Also. The last match I saw was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. I have to ask you which one. Oh, uh, the 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 Hell in a Cell one. Okay. He has like he where he broke his little arm. He broke his little arm. Yeah, he's. I mean, what? He didn't break his arm. He ripped his boob. Oh, it's the same thing. I mean, true. Your boob and your arm are the same thing. Yeah. You're telling me you're not. You're telling me that that Fox News isn't yelling at at mothers for for arm feeding their babies. <laughs> no arm feeding in public, Micah. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild that you know how old that bit is, Derek? 
You know how old that that T-shirt bit is? That's like a year old bit. That's very that has never surfaced to anything. Never actually made. Oh my god! Wait a minute. Are you talking about the like T-shirts I made that were like the gun control ones that ended up being just like pro-gay instead? Yeah, because like it was just like you can't take away my freedom, but like it's just like tra- <laughs> it's just like trans and gay rights yeah. stuff. It's just like the funny because like it's all like kind of like the same language. It's just like there's just different pictures and graphics and stuff. Right. So, do you want the rundown about what's happened in wrestling since um, July? I mean, like it's wrestling, so like anything can happen, but like. Like what? Like I want, I want. Give me one prediction on what you think has happened since July. Um. Did MJF kill a guy? No, he has not. Got. He has not killed a person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to say it that way. He, he did kill a great match by entering it, but he did not kill a person. He didn't kill a person. I. So he killed an idea. He killed he killed the face of the revolution. Not the face of the revolution. AW is too many ladder matches. He killed the casino ladder match. I think they've had like four ladder matches. The fact that they have two different ladder matches for championship contracts is just too much for me. Sure. So- um didn't so, WWE literally have the same thing in like 2010 and 2011 and 2012 and 2013? It was, but it was the same ladder match, just for different contracts. These are two different ladder matches where you could get either a chip or a Sonic the Hedgehog golden ring. That is true. That's wild. So MJF has not killed a guy. Um, Yet. Although it... He still has time. Actually, Fucking actually, get him! Why isn't? Why aren't the police actually, currently investigating MJF? Actually, judging by last week's AEW Dynamite, it's actually not super clear whether or not MJF has killed a person. Who did he kill? So, oh my god. So, do you want the promo story first, or the what's happened in wrestling? Since I'm before? so interested in who MJF might have killed. Uh, Liv. As in, as in Liv Morgan. No, I'm kidding. Oh. So as not a guy. So, so Liv. So MJF has killed a woman. MJF cut a promo because uh, he's he is. Spoiler alert for you. This is way down the line. But MJF is the AEW World Champion now, and he's back. Also, just in general, I know he was. So he so he beat CM Punk for the championship. Was, we have not gotten there yet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Who could have he have beaten? I mean, take a wild guess. You're... <laughs> Who could have beaten Punk? Like, like... I don't know. Did Kenny Romega return? Like, I don't think... I don't know. So Kenny did return... Okay. And then he returned again, actually. He returned twice? Yeah. So was one of the was one of them like one of those Don Callis things where like it was like a fake no, out? No. 
So I will just go from the what's happened since July. Okay. I'm like, can I ask questions? Can I ask questions? Yes. You can absolutely interrupt me with a question at any time. Okay. So I guess the most important thing is, is you know how Vince McMahon is a terrible person on camera? And off camera. Yeah. He's actually just really terrible. Um, And it turns out that he was paying hush money to people for... Acts. Uh, Dude, so him and Trump are just the same person. Yeah, so Vince McMahon stepped down and retired. Uh oh, like a wrestling retirement or like a retirement? <laughs> oh my god! Like a wrestling retirement? No way! He's fucking back, dude. Just like do the Eric Bischoff. Music right, like, right now, like, he's back and better than ever. Yeah. Oh, no. That actually is terrible. When Vince stepped down, Triple H took over as, like, head of creative. I thought he was, like, done because, like, he had a heart. He had a cardiac event. He was, but he had returned. He actually returned back in, like, June. June, May time, I believe. In, but well, then, I know that because he, he returned to, like, an uh, office job, but, like... Right, but now... He's, he's Vince like, now? He, well, well, he's, like, a... So, basically, Vince left, and his job became... At first, three jobs, but now it's two jobs, and also Vince on a separate part of it now. Basically, there's business Vince, and there's, like, creative Vince. Triple H is creative Vince. Okay. And then, Business Vince, up until recently, was Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan. Now it's just Nick Khan. But she, like, left the company in April. Yes, but then when Vince stepped down, she was named CEO. But then just recently, she left again. She's not back. And not better than ever. And not better. (laughs) She's so, worse than ever. That would be the opposite. So Triple H decided to do kind of the opposite of what Vince did between 2020 and 2022. He and he didn't? just re-signed a bunch of people that were, like, released. Oh. And, like, some of them were cool. Like, Gargano was back. Fucking, uh... Oh, nice! He didn't go to AEW. No, like, everyone assumed he would for, like, a while. Uh, like, he was one of the good ones that returned. Uh, were there other good ones? There's Braun Strowman. That was a good one. Car- um, Karrion Cross. Okay, but like Derek, we both hate Karrion Cross. Tegan Knox. Now you're just saying nouns. It's <laughs> actually the most Vince thing Triple H has done. Mia Yim is back, except she has a new name. It's Mi Chin now. That's... Except it's also still Mia Yim. That's not super clear. I'm sorry. Did you say Meechin? Meechin. M-I-C-H-I-N. She also might be a part of the OC. That is also super unclear. Wait a second. The OC as in like oh the my Good God. Brothers? Anderson are back. Yeah. Um, crazy thing. WWE re-signed Gallows and Anderson. And in your head, you must be thinking, wasn't wasn't Carl Anderson the never openweight champion? Yes. Yes, he was. Oh, so there's like 
No, I know what you're thinking. No, there wasn't <laughs> any real correlation between the two at all. Carl um, Anderson did two New Japan dates. That's it. He actually skipped a New Japan date to work Crown Jewel. Oh, the Saudi shit. <laughs> yeah, that's still going on, unfortunately. Did it suck? You know what? No. The Saudi show actually kind of didn't suck this year. Like, oh. it had a really fun main event between Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. Remember when we watched him at WrestleMania and we were just like, ugh, it sucks how good he is? Yeah. he could. How good did he get? Like, that he was facing you know, Roman Reigns. He's going to be facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania this year. In what honestly will probably be a match of both nights. That's a fucking wild, dude. Yeah. And he can hang with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins? He can hang as a high flyer with Ricochet. He did, like, high flying spots in the Rumble with Ricochet. Like, good? Yeah. Well, if you consider two people, it's a spot that has only been conceived by action figures where two people are on opposite side of the rings and they just jump at each other as high as they can and clash above the ring. They did that, but with people. So anyway, the mid-card titles are important again. I feel like that's something to bring up too. Okay. Except... Like, you wouldn't think so by looking at the history, because they have also kind of hot potatoed around the U.S. title. But it means a lot more now. And Theory is the champion, still. Oh! Oh, God. The Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, so remember how Theory was Mr. Money in the Bank last time you watched wrestling? No. Some theory was Mr. Money in the Bank last time. <laughs> and he cashed in on Seth Rollins, who was the United States champion. Oh. And lost. Oh. And you would think, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Theory is buried? No. Because one, one of the fun things Triple H has been doing is giving people's name back. So really, it would mean Austin Theory was buried. Uh, and oh. two, he actually just won the title like three weeks later. Cool. So like it didn't really mean anything that he lost the money in the bank briefcase cash in for the US title. The only time it's ever been cashed in for a mint card belt. Nice. Uh let's see. God, what else? Sami Zayn is the most over person in WWE. That sounds like Triple H to me. It sure, it sure is Triple H all over it. I actually was listening to a Sami Zayn shoot interview recently, recently with the Ariel, the one who normally does other sports. But Ariel also- Hawani. Yes. Um, and Sami Zayn was like, yeah, until Triple H took over, I was never on screen with Roman. But then Triple H took over, and I got on screen with Roman, and that was that. <laughs> Nice. He's out of the bloodline now. He hit, he, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns with a chair. He was in the bloodline? He was, oh yeah, he was like in the bloodline. Like they had a shirt made for him. There was a whole storyline where like everyone in the bloodline loved him except for Jey Uso and it took Jey Uso a really long time to warm up. And then at Survivor Series, which was also War Games, 
they hugged at the end of the match. Cool. And then <laughs> in December, get this. Charlotte returned and won the SmackDown Women's Championship. Who would have thought? Charlotte winning a title upon return? I fucking... that I could have predicted that. She, she WrestleMania 9 Ronda Rousey hard on that episode of SmackDown. Nice. Oh my god. Oh, AEW. Oh no. My beloved. So, what wrong could have happened there? So, as you remember, as you as we left left off, John Moxley was the interim AEW World Champion. Yeah, because I went to that show with Azar. So Thunder Rosa got hurt, so they also needed to make an interim AEW Women's Championship. At least they're consistent. So CM Punk returned yeah um he cut a promo on john moxley and then they had the title match like the unification match on a dynamite and moxley beat punk in like less than a minute so mjf took the title off of moxley yes but we're not there yet oh oh there's there's more (laughs) so Around this same time, mm-hmm. um, they announced the Trios Championship. And there's going to be a tournament to decide the first ever AEW's Trios Champion. Yeah. Oh, they finally they finally got around to that. Yes. And so part of the storyline was, who are the Young Bucks going to partner with? Because yeah. if you remember, Adam Cole's hurt, Kyle O'Reilly's hurt. And nobody likes Bobby Fish, so he wasn't an option. No. He's gone, by the way. He he took a fall. Bobby Fish, he left AEW, made a stink about things, went to Impact. Not a single fan reacted. He went to Impact? He, you wouldn't tell. <laughs> he feels like he fits better. Impact, though. Like Kurt, like him he, versus Josh Alexander. made for MLW. <laughs> Nice. So, the Young Bucks partner ended up being a returning Kenny Omega. Oh, nice. Because, like, everyone loves Kenny Omega. Yeah. A tournament happened in the finals at All Out. Yeah. All Out is a really important pay-per-view. It usually is. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because, like, the last All Out, not the one that you're talking about, but the last one, like, had, like, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole... It had like that young bucks stuff. Like a lot of people were certainly talking about all out after it happened this year. So the finals at all out (laughs) were um it was the elite versus the dark order, which originally was like John Silver, Evil Uno, and and Alex Reynolds. Yeah. Reynolds got taken out, then it was Uno 10 and Silver. Ten got taken out, Hangman got put in. Nice. So the finals were Dark Order versus the Elite. The main event for the world title was a rematch between John Moxley and CM Punk. Do you know Ace Steel? Uh, he was in 
Ring of Honor for a little bit. He's been a coach mostly. I've heard the name. I can't say I know exactly who he is. So does he does does he win the title? No. So like after after Punk lost the title to Moxley, mm-hmm. uh, he came out and cut a promo and was like, "You're you're forgetting who you are. You're CM Punk, and you're gonna be in Chicago. It's the power of the people." And CM Punk was like. You know what? You're right. I will be a lot stronger when I'm in Chicago. Um, and all throughout this time, all throughout this time, I have to mention all of Punk's promo segments just feel weird. Like there is something off about all of them. Is that important to the story? It is. It really is. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! So all out happened. Sure. The pay-per-view itself. Can I can I guess that it was 10 hours long? It was really long. The pay-per-view itself was fine. AEW was like on a downswing. I think legitimately just because of matches, this was the worst AEW pay-per-view. End of sentence. Just because like stories that should have been finished were finished in like squashes, like Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh no! Lasted really short, and there was one other match that was a squash that I'm forgetting right now. Um, the Elite won the trios championship. CM Punk beat Moxie to win the title back. You know how AEW does like a scrum. At the end of every pay-per-view. Yeah, they're like kind of unnecessary and like, but like out of character. And like yeah. they're like honest so, stuff. So CM Punk came on with a bag of muffins. Uh, and he was eating some muffins. And instead of like waiting for reporters to ask some questions, he singled out like a single reporter and was like, You're friends with Colt Cabana, right? And then Punk went on this, like, oh no, <laughs> long tirade, completely unnecessary, saying, like, going off about Colt Cabana and how, like, he's a bad person and he, like, shares a bank account with his mom. And then how, like, the co- he said the company was run by a bunch of idiots. He called Hangman Page, I actually like this phrase, an empty-headed, dumb fucking fuck. <laughs> Dude, CM Punk graduated from fourth grade public school, and that's it. He said that the elite couldn't manage a target, let alone a wrestling company. And then he left. He didn't How big is the target? He like, just left. It, is the target big? Like, would the target have like a Starbucks and a Pizza Hut Express or just a Pizza it Hut? It doesn't Express? matter. They can't manage it, let alone a wrestling company, apparently. So you would think like, oh, those are harsh things to say, but worse has happened. AEW will be fine. Well, worse did happen, actually. Because afterwards... Wait, what worse could have happened? Wait. So CM Punk, after that, Chris Jericho has his turn. And right as he's about to leave, he whispers into Tony Khan's ear, like, shit's going down, the cops were called. Apparently what happened is that Punk was in his locker room with Ace Steel and his dog and Ace Steel's wife. 
And then the elite come in with the head of legal to talk about all the shit that CM Punk just said. What CM Punk said was that the elite super kicked down the door, which is a hilarious visual, but definitely didn't happen with the head of legal right there. That would be hilarious, and also it being the elite (laughs) so much. But they got into a fist fight. Word is that CM Punk basically charged them as soon as they entered his locker room. Um, Kenny Omega was kind of involved. He got bit by a steel, but he also put most of his energy into making sure CM Punk's dog was okay during the fist fight. LOL. Uh, I, I just think it was Nick Jackson that got hit with an IRL chair shot. LOL. Anyways, the next night on Dynamite, Tony Khan announced that he stripped CM Punk and the Elite of their championships, and then AEW got better. Like, literally that night, like, that was the flip switch that AEW needed, and they got better again. They sucked for a little bit, but they got better. Wait, they were just like, they were just like, nope, these championships are stripped. Yeah. Literally, beginning of Dynamite, Tony Collins was like, nah, they're not champions anymore. They held a tournament of champions to determine the AEW World Championship, which was won by John Moxley. This poor fucking guy. Just right? Like, but... Moxley Just... was supposed to go on vacation, actually, after All Out. This guy, give him a fucking break, man. Yeah, he's still on five more months left on the whole Jericho Appreciation Society storyline. <laughs> Oh my god, did that end? It yeah, like a week ago. No, it ended like a month ago. <laughs> still ended. Is Jericho ago. like cool or no? No, he's he's still Jericho. Okay. All of the storylines still last forever and have way too much shenanigans in them. Nice. Well uh at least he's not uh, winning at least he's not winning stuff anymore. Yeah. Well the past like two weeks. The past month, he hasn't been winning. That's been the storyline. Okay. That Chris Jericho can't win. Okay. So, John Moxley won the world title. Death Triangle won the Trios Championship. Nice. And, uh, oh my god. Wait, no, Jericho has won more. So, you know how Ring of Honor is a thing that Tony Khan owns now? Oh no! To like he won like the pure championship or something because like no, he, he won should the not world championship. <laughs> Ring of Honor world championship, and he called himself the Ocho. That sounds fucking terrible. And then he actually proceeded to do one of my favorite storylines of the past year where he just decided he was going to defend the title against every former champion of Ring of Honor to prove that he's the best one. So, like, Danielson and Punk. No, Punk hasn't returned yet. Oh, he's not back? Punk's not back. He also got injured again, actually. Like, like at All Out, he also got re-injured. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Nigel, no, he's like actually like hurt. He faced like, oh, actually, you know who one of the people he faced was? Was Colt Cabana. Sick. Yeah. 
and people online were like, oh, <laughs> this guy, huh? Uh, but the elite have returned. Did he face and- Chris Hero? Micah, I hate to tell you, Chris Hero still is yet to appear in AEW. He eventually he has to, right? Like in like a compa- in like an AEW Dark Elevation, like he has to man. at some point. Sure, <laughs> I will win the second. I will win something the second he appears in a Ring of Honor or all the wrestling kind of situation. I hate, I mean, good luck with that. I'm pretty sure he's fully retired at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, Terry Funk's retired. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. So that's, we're now into 2023. Um. Just as everyone thought was going to happen, Cody Rhodes did win the Royal Rumble. Good, as he should. He should win uh, every match. Yeah. Cody won the Rumble. Sammy turned on Roman. Uh, Rhea Ripley won the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, Dominic Mysterio's a bad guy now? And everyone loves him now, actually. So In like a Kevin Owens, like everyone loves the bad guy kind of way? Well, so what happened is that he kicked his dad in the nuts at the big pay-per-view in England. Actually, it was in Wales. Um, LOL, they're the same place. And then he basically became like Rhea Ripley's bitch, but has just done so good at playing the like dweeb nerd who's flocked by all of the cool kids and just like trying to fit in with one of the cool kids. He's played that so well that the internet loves him now and every holiday every holiday WWE does a shtick now where Dom and Rhea Ripley decide to ruin Rey Mysterio's holiday the first time he came to Rey's house at Thanksgiving and just beat the shit out of him on Thanksgiving the second time he got arrested at Christmas so now his character is also all of that plus an ex-convict And everyone loves it, except for Matt from the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. Oh, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and Chamber is on time of recording on Saturday, probably at time of release this past Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. Congratulations to Roman Reigns for winning that match. And congratulations to a band I've never heard before releasing a song I've never heard before to make the official theme. That's Hardy. Like Jeff? No. One word, all caps. Picture if Kid Rock were bad. I can picture that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's been wrestling. Fuck. Well, that was a lot to take in. Oh, actually, I do have to go back to a point. There's more I need to tell you. Because you mentioned Jay White earlier. Yeah, there's New Japan stuff that's happened. Kenny went back over to New Japan. He's the U.S. champion again. 
Him and nice. Will, him and Will Ospreay had maybe statistically straight up the greatest match ever for the title. Okay. Uh, Jay White's gone. Uh, he lost the title to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. And then he lost a... Actually, I want you to guess. Jay White lost a Loser Leaves Japan match. Uh-huh. I want you to take a guess and tell me who you think he lost to in the Loser Leaves Japan match. Can I get three guesses? Get three guesses. Okada. No. Tanahashi. No. Can I... Is he American? I don't think so. I mean, no. He's... No, yeah, he is actually. It says right here. They are Clark American. Connors. No, it's a... it was actually Hikuleo. Who defeated what? Jay White in the Loser Leaves Japan match. Hikuleo has a pinfall victory over Jay White? And that sounds unbelievable until you think about how many pinfall victories Toriano has in New Japan, and then nothing makes sense. That's true. But, like, Toriano doesn't beat, like, Tanahashi or something. True. Also, you know how New Japan doesn't have any women, that sort of stardoms thing? Yeah, but, like, they're owned by the same company and shit. Right. Yeah. So Sasha Banks joined New Japan. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's like six things all wrapped up. Hold on a second. Yeah. So she's just so she like she never came back. She just didn't come back to WWE. She didn't come back to WWE. Naomi still hasn't come back to wrestling at all. That would be wild if she comes back for during elimination chamber. That would be wild. She actually won it just now, believe it or not. She's um, won the elimination. It's true. Um, yeah, so Sasha Banks debuted in for New Japan Pro Wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. And is gonna this is gonna be another thing that's gonna surprise you. She's gonna fight for the IWGP Women's Championship. Brand new thing, I know. At their New Japan's next show in the US against the current champion Kyrie. Also, she's not called Sasha Banks anymore. She's she's not the boss Sasha Banks. She's the CEO, Mercedes Monet. Totally different name, completely different gimmick. Is it not boss time anymore? Is it like CEO time now? It's CEO clock now. No, it's not. That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> Holy shit. It is not CEO. Oh, could you imagine Kevin Kelly's great? It's CEO clock. That's I absolutely so... can picture Kevin Kelly yelling that. That's so bad. And if that doesn't exist and you just made that up, 
you go, I, I hope did, you have I a, did just make that up. I hope you have a nightmare. That was fucking terrible <laughs> and like too fucking accurate. It's CEO clock. That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I just thought what would impact do because that's so funny. We should wire like... that to Kevin Kelly right now. <laughs> it's CEO clock. It's CEO clock. That's so bad. That's the title. That's the title. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. It's CEO Clock, a catch-up with Micah. <laughs> That's so bad. All right, did I miss anything else? Is there anything else that you missed in wrestling? Not that I can think of. It's kind of back to the old grind, except for WWE, the old grind as in, like, 2007. A great year. Yeah. But, Micah, I actually... I want to know one thing, okay. because it's been a long time. You have been referred to on this podcast so many times as toxic. It's true. I just need to know, are you still toxic? Well, how far do I want to take this? <laughs> I think in my, my, in, in my time in the mountains, I have done some deep thinking. And I I took obviously I didn't have any Wi-Fi. And I just had books, but they were written in a language I do not speak. I still do not speak the language of the books. But <laughs> I had some a lot of time for myself, some set some self-reflecting. And I was just like, it's not, it's not okay to be toxic anymore. I gotta, I gotta let the toxicity out. So I would like to now be referred to as Sage Micah. Okay. Wow. Uh, I think that we can all learn something from each other. And I think what I've learned from Derek is that being toxic isn't, isn't okay. And that, you know, being yourself isn't okay sometimes. Wait, you learned that from me that it's sometimes okay to not be yourself? Yeah. Can you explain? I could. Well, from us here at Specifically Devoid, I've been me. I knew you've been you. I you did the thing, yeah. And you've been you. And we'll see you the next time, man. Bye. I Bye. Love you. Specifically Devoid was filmed in front of no studio audience. If you like what you see, you can follow us on Twitter at Devoid Podcast, on Instagram at Specifically Devoid, or on TikTok at Specifically Underscore Devoid. Next week, we will be featuring a special interview with Justin Credible that was filmed this past October. I really hope you check it out. The outro theme music is 90s Sitcom Joy by John Bartman. From us here at Specifically Devoid, bye, we love you.